everybody, what's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss, the other people's mentor. And this is episode 362 of the show. This is all about character versus reputation. And this is one of my favorite little subjects to kind of go off on a ramble about because there's so many people out there who are like, don't you care what people think about you? And I would just like more of you to not care at all what anybody thinks about you and just focus more on what you know about you. Kind of like let that sit in just for a second before I continue. I think that's super important and... I think you guys need to hear that again. So listen to what I just said. (laughs) But episode 362 is all about that. And I just think it's a great episode that a lot of you definitely need to share. And people on your team for sure need to hear this episode. So make sure you screenshot it, put in your stories, tag me, tag some friends, tag whoever you want to. And uh, make sure you have a higher opinion of yourself than, uh, than, than anybody else. That's really what matters is you focusing on what you know to be true about you. And if you end up getting value out of this, all I ask you to do is make sure that you go and you leave a five-star review wherever you're listening, Spotify and iTunes especially and then make sure that you subscribe to the show that's actually how we get ranked which is super important I'm having difficulty finding the reviewers of the show right now so I'll be right back for the hundred dollar giveaway all right, I found it. So the reviewer of the show and the way you claim this is you have 24 hours to claim your $100 prize, Venmo, Cash App, whatever you want. We will probably start doing Amazon gift cards or something like that in the near future. So make sure you're getting the reviews in and you're sharing it. If you don't, you cannot claim your prize. So just DM me on Instagram. I'm Boss Lee after you tag the story to collect your money. Today's reviewer of the podcast is Moonlight Kiss 220 You changed my life. Heart, heart, heart. Five stars. There's quite possibly no one on this planet that ignites the fire in my belly the way you do, Jesse Lee. Flame, 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 flame. <laughs> I I now know I always have the potential to be great. I owe so much of that recognition to you. I listen to your podcast every single day because every single time I take more away. I follow you everywhere and take me every opportunity to take every opportunity to listen to you. You make me never want to stop growing. I'm a bossly. I'm I'm a bossly addict. <laughs> I wouldn't be where I am today without you. You are so humble, so brutally honest, and so giving. The perfect combination for a true boss. I'm honored to know you. Can't wait to hug you. You're a truly amazing human. This year has big stores, big things in store for me with you in my ear. I love it. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for the review and I'm excited to see what this episode does for you guys. So look, today's training, I actually want to talk about uh, character because if you've ever heard me train, I talk about how character is what actually matters. And as we build our business and as we scale our business and as we explode our businesses, I know some of you are going to start having some um, reputation conflicts. Meaning people are going to say things about you. Meaning people are going to try to de-edify you publicly, privately, wherever. Um, And this has been one of the founding, founding foundations. One of the founding pillars of something I've talked about now for years. Because I know I'm loud. I know I'm, you know, different. I know I'm all these things that sometimes irritate people's demons, like I say. They irritate their spirit, their inner demons, right? Uh, But I've never questioned what my character is. And so when you know what your character is, your reputation doesn't matter. Because Not because you're a psycho, okay? But because when you put your head on the pillow at the end of the night, you know who you actually are. And it's no coincidence that people who are strong in their characters also attract a lot of people. And it's because no matter what people say about your reputation or who you are, etc., um, it doesn't. it's not necessarily the truth, right? Your character and who you actually are when no one is watching. That's the difference between character and reputation, right? Character is who you are when no one is watching. Um, it's completely different. 
You know, it's a completely different conversation. Reputation, character. Reputation, character. Reputation and character. And so if you're going to focus on one thing, I would suggest focusing on... What is Brian Underwood doing right now? Texting me. I would focus on your... Uh, I would focus on your character. So the first thing when it comes to character that you need to pay attention to is integrity. Okay? Integrity. You know, and a lot of people will say this, of course, but really understand that the root of integrity literally means whole, whole, and undivided. I think that's a really great way to think about integrity because it means you can't be split. It means you can't be pulled in different directions in which maybe somebody else wants you to go. You are who you are as a whole. You're not living an undivided life. Does that make sense? You're not living an undivided life. This person over here, then you have a conversation with Celeste and you're like this. Then you talk to Deb and you're saying this. Then you talk to Adele and it's this. And then you get on the phone with Carol and it's this. And then Marty Soul calls you and it's this. Like, who are you in your most authentic life, okay? Don't act one way in one situation and another in another. That is not a whole life. That is not full of integrity, okay? And so if you think about it, if you have a hard time when it comes to thinking about what integrity looks like, think about when people talk about buildings. Like, I'm not a builder. Do I look like Bob the Builder? No. Okay. But when they build homes, kind of like the death trap that I just left, that, oh, this is a great example. Here we go. The home that I was living in was not built with integrity. What I mean when I'm talking about a home is if a home is built with integrity, there's not cracks in it foundationally. It's strong, right? It knows exactly, it, it holds its ground, right? The same can be said about great leaders. What allows you to crack? Don't allow anything to let you crack, right? Not to say you shouldn't change and um, develop and grow and evolve, but who are you, who are you at your core, right? If you're friendly to somebody and then their best enemy or whatever is also your friend, it doesn't really line up in integrity. Like, are you just two completely different people? Like, how does that work? I don't know. Don't let the cracks go in your business. Don't let the cracks go in your leadership. Build it on integrity as to who you are. Build the whole. That will help you. It will also help your team if you teach them that from day one, okay? Now, the next thing when it comes to character, in my opinion, is honesty, okay? And honesty, you know, you've all heard like, honesty is the best policy. Well, yeah, but honesty is the best policy for great leaders because honesty is actually really freaking uncomfortable a lot of the time, okay? It is difficult to be, to be honest with people sometimes. It's difficult when somebody texts you and says, what am I doing wrong? And you say, let me just tell you, are you really want my opinion? Like you really want, okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. You're not rank blah, 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 because you do blah, 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 blah. You're not rank blah, 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 because you're super comfortable at blah, 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 right? This isn't easy conversations, but it is based in integrity. It is based in honesty. It is based in character. Look, leadership is not easy, okay? Leadership is the biggest, 
blessing and most difficult thing on earth. Okay. It is hard. It is so hard. It is human dynamics. But if you can have a conversation with somebody and be honest with them and say, I'm only, like, I'm literally telling you this because I love you, how they respond to that is not your business. And I've had conversations with people that are literally pro champs who like, we've gone through phases because I've said, Hey, I'm telling you, you want my opinion? I'll tell you, you're not going to like it, but I'm telling you this because I love you. And then they're pissed at me for nine months, you know, but they come around because they go, oh my God, she was right. Oh my God, she was right. Right now I know everyone on here is an MVP multiplier, but like, that's one of those things. Honestly speaking, the integrity and foundation of Prove It is built on MVP. If I call you out because you're not MVP, but you're telling people to hit MVP, that's you out of alignment with integrity. And I'm just honestly telling you, I still love you. Still love you. Doesn't mean I don't love you. Just means I know you got so much more in you, right? It's hard. That is difficult work, but that is showing character. That would be like if I call... Let me use a really crappy example. Um, if I call Amanda, Andra Mahalis, who obviously is multiplier every month, right? It'd be like if I call Amanda and I'm like, you do not have to hit multiplier. It is literally not that important. Like, just don't even worry about it. I know you don't hit it. Like, you are still the freaking bee's knees girl. Like, you're the best seller. You're still the best. You're still the best seller. Even though you're not multiplier, you are the best. Okay, girl. I am lying to her. I am literally lying to her and it might feel good in the moment, but if you want to be a leader, you cannot do those things. That is totally out of character. Not good. And then if I call Amber Higgins and I'm like, girl, if you want me to let you train girl, you want me to do, I'm making stuff up, right? You want me to whatever, then girl, don't you worry. You, I'm telling you, you got to be MVP multiplier because that is exactly what is required of leaders. Like, who are <laughs> two examples of people who always hit multiplier, right? But my point being, you need to hold your ground and also have honesty. If you aren't an honest leader, people don't know where you stand. Does that make sense? If you aren't telling people, honestly speaking, how you feel, honestly speaking, the way you build your business, it gets very confusing for them. Because they'll start to ask you questions like, well, I don't understand, Jamie. Then how did you hit rank eight? Oh, I don't know. I just didn't hit MVP and um um sat on the grass a lot. <laughs> Making up crap. Right? And they're like, I wanna know how to hit eight. You're telling me all I need to do is sit on the grass and 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 sing songs. I mean, that's all I got. Instead, you can say, honestly speaking, the foundation of a business is built on MVP. Here's what we do. We drive people to MVP, rank two, MVP, rank two. Our organization has a ton of MVPs, ton of rank twos, drove those people then to three, four, five, six, seven, and now I'm eight. It's an honest conversation then. And then when you're talking to Jackie, who's pushing for rank seven, or Jenny, who's pushing for rank seven, or Adele, who wants rank seven, like, you can actually say, here's the deliverables. Here's how it's done. Not, well, let me tell Ashley how to hit it, but then I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell Christy something totally different. I'm going to let Cheryl know something completely different. Starts to get confusing, totally out of character, okay? And look, here's the thing. I understand honesty is scary because you're worried about ramifications a lot of the time. You're worried about blowback a lot of the time. But look, a lot, a lack of honesty 
will destroy trust in those who follow you. Okay? It will destroy trust in those that follow you. Because what happens is when you start to get caught in those little things, people start to think things like, well, if he lies to them, will he lie to me? It's the same thing about, um, you know, you hear somebody talking a bunch of crap about somebody and you're like, and they're like, you're a really good friend or something. And you're like, why are you always talking crap? I know you'd be talking about me too, right? Like, you know what you know, okay? Red flag, red flag. And look, I'll never understand what people hope to accomplish by being dishonest anyway, okay? Eventually, people come to know you're not honest in your dealings. They, they come to know you're not honest in your business. They come to know you embellish things, whatever. And um, I'll tell you, if you are honest and you live openly, transparently, um, and, and real with your followers, you will build a solid business. If you look at, obviously, you know, just speaking to myself, my social media and my following, I live out loud so much, nobody can really say anything. Nobody can really say anything because it's like, no, like I'm pretty sure you can't fake all of that online. Like, yeah, it's already, it's already aired. I love that. It's already been aired out. Sorry. She already, she talked to us about mold and was coughing and puffing and puffing literally eight months ago in that laundry room. You can't tell her, can't tell me she wasn't being poisoned. I got the receipts, right? Like people are over here like, "Mm, hold on a minute here. Hold on a minute here. Oh, you got me more water. Thank you so much. I'm like a camel over here. All right. The next uh, the next thing that will help you or, or that I think is necessary when it comes to character is one of my favorite words. And if you have been around for a long time, we used to say it all the time. We would say loyalty is royalty. All right. Loyalty is royalty. And when you look at the original eight, I mean, I actually am going to make uh, probably a TikTok or something like that about the original eight people because um, it, it feels really good when you see these loyal people, the ones that stayed, um, the ones that are still loyal to, uh, to the team, to the empire. And I don't mean blind psycho loyalty, like following, uh, like a dictator or anything. But if you see these checks of the original eight that are plugged in to the empire still, Oh my god. Okay. Oh my the commas, the commas. Yeah, like it's crazy. Like I I FaceTimed Christina as she hit 9 last night by the way. So we uh we celebrated together. And uh, we were talking about how, you know, she makes more in a month now than her entire debt that she had to pay off when she first joined. Um, if you don't know, it was a lot of debt, by the way. Like it wasn't, I'm not talking like 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000. I'm talking a lot of thousands. And she makes more than that in a month now. And, uh, you know, her whole thing was like, you know, she, she, I was pouring into her, of course, you know, just loving on her for, for, uh, for coming, etc. And I said, you know, thank you for your loyalty. And she's like, you're the best. <laughs> like, thank you. She's like, you gave me the path to follow. And, uh, you know, I would still, she's like, I thought I was balling making $2,000 a month. And I said, uh-huh. And to think it all started with a Facebook message. She had been watching me on, on Facebook live six, I guess like six years ago. Uh, five years ago, and she started a group chat. And uh, you, some of you don't know the story, but she started. Um, she started a group chat with a leader of hers that was a friend, and the leader did, decided not to join me, and Christina did. 
You know that tattoo that some people that uh, people joke about on the internet where it says like no regrets across their chest? I think that other person in the group chat will just have regrets tattooed on their chest. <laughs> so, uh <laughs> I don't even know the person's name, but I know she knows who it is. But anyway, it's just like those little moments in your life, right? Those little moments in your life where that loyalty really pays off. And uh, and it's just, it's amazing watching, um, you know, obviously it's not just Christina. It's it's Brie Nichols. It's Courtney Shepard. You know, it's, it's, it's uh, Sydney Smith. It's Brittany Anderson. You know, it's these people you know, you know who they are right? Huge, massive, massive, right. Everyone's a rank seven or above. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Right. Okay. So I just want you to, to think about that for a minute when it comes to me talking about, about loyalty, right? So people of good character are just loyal people. Okay. And I, like I said, it's not blind faith. Um, they just seem to have a stick to it attitude when it comes to other people. Right. I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking to it because here's the thing. People know and understand. I know all of you do on this call. You understand that, uh, you know, human nature is failing, right? How many of you have failed in something before? I know, I know I have, I know that's right. Okay. I know that's right. Okay. It doesn't matter how talented you are. You're going to have failures but a person of good character stays with their friends in the in the bad times okay anyone can maintain friendships with others when times are good but people of good character stay with their friends when they need them the most now how does this translate into making a good leader well People want to follow a leader who will stretch them beyond where they are now, but will also allow them to try and to fail. Make sense? Right? So when we are loyal to our team, to our followers, to our organization, people are then loyal to you and they make efforts on on every way they possibly can to succeed on behalf of the entire team. There are very few things that will strengthen your business and that leader, follower, leader, follower, leader, follower bond than when a leader shows the loyalty to the follower in need. Does that make sense? Like where, like, where were you when I needed bop, bop, bop? Where were you when I was, when I was struggling? Where were you when I couldn't pay my bills? Where were you when I needed a dual live? Where were you when I needed uh, a, a pick me up phone call? Where were you when I needed a friend? Where were you when I needed somebody to say, I see you? That stuff builds loyalty. That stuff is the sticky stuff that builds the, it's the glue. It's the foundation. It holds the entire everything together. And if you don't believe me, let me tell you, that's why our team rallies the way we rally for stuff. Because the amount of times, I'm not trying to like put myself on a pedestal, by the way, okay? The amount of times I've shown up to make sure your people are seen, right? I say, hey, Send me, te- send me phone numbers. I'm going to text these people. What do they need? What's going on? Her do what? Say, huh? She's got what going on? I'm there. I'm there. 
What? There's a Zoom right now? Okay, send me the link. Forget about it. I will drop stuff. And because of that, that leader follower bond is so strong, so strong. And if you think that that is a universal thing, that's because you are on a team that is the easiest and hardest team in all of network marketing to be on. It's the easiest team to be on because we have so many systems. Everyone wins. Some people just take longer, right? It's the hardest because some people win so freaking fast. But if you actually peel back the layers of the onion, you're like, everyone seems to run for their champ. Everyone seems to run for their seven. Everyone seems to run for their eight. Everyone's running. No, 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 no. There were teams last night that missed pro champ by like not even 5,000 points. Why? Champ by not even 2,000, 1,000 points. Why? Why? I will tell you why. Because, and it's not that the, I see everything, guys. I'm like, <laughs> because when you put up a post saying we need 180 boxes to do whatever, and the team goes, when was the last time you did a one-on-one call with me? When was the last time you texted me for anything except for there's a sale? When was the last time you wished me a happy birthday? When was the last time you congratulated me on A, B, C, D, E, F, G? Now you want me to get you to seven? Now you want me to get you to eight? I'm sorry. My favorite television show's on. I'm busy. Okay? Or like whatever the excuse is. You don't see it because you're inoculated by the love bug, 212, whatever. I'm here to train you. This is the high-level leadership Zoom, right? Like, guys... Love your people. You need to create loyalty through your loyalty to them. Does that make sense? It's not about them being loyal to you. Don't misunderstand me. You need to be loyal to them. If you happen to jump on Mike's rank six Zoom, yes, two days ago, whatever it was, bro. <sighs> wow. Wow, I mean, very emotional. That team ran so hard to get Megan Hunter to rank six three-star, which they did, by the way. Which they did, by the way. Yeah, girl. Wow, okay? They ran so hard, and the entire half the Zoom is all these things that Megan did and Kate did to make sure Mike's family was taken care of. Do you think Mike... I don't want to make it all about Mike, obviously, but do you think Mike would have put in 330 some odd customers, new customers last month, if he did not love Frank, love Kate, love Megan, love Jesse Lee, love Rosenberg, love Josh Shepard? I don't think so. So the loyalty is a two-way street when it comes to building your business. Because when you start to ask people for more, which is normal, when you start to ask people for more to believe in themselves more, some people will look at you like, why are you asking me for this? We aren't even cool. 
I know some of you feel like, I mean, I know we have all the different lines of business on here because I personally invited all of you. Some of you feel like that about your leader right now. Like if that mofo texts me one more time at the end of the month, I am going to ring her out. Like, leave me the hell alone, psycho. Okay, look, everything rolls up to me. So you just come to me, baby. Okay. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Yeah, Brittany Anderson. Yeah, Brittany's stuck with me. So that's fine. But I've never sent those messages. I've never sent those messages um, of, hey, it's the end of the month. Get your order in. Hey, can you get me to whatever? Um, I know you're done your goals, but like I'm not done like out of nowhere. Right. So I want you to just kind of think about that for a second. That loyalty is a big, big, big part of character. Okay, the next thing when it comes to leadership and character is self-sacrifice. Self-sacrifice. Okay. What are the things, I used to train this all the time, I haven't said in a while, what are the things that you feel scarcity around? Give that away. It's your most valuable asset. For me, it's time. It is really difficult for me to fit everything in the day that I need to fit in the day. I promise you, it is so hard. Every assistant of mine is overwhelmed and overworked. I'm overwhelmed and overworked, but it doesn't matter. When I get the link for a champ call, I will be there. When I get the message, hey, Deb really needs to hear from you, you're gonna get the message from me. I don't wait to send it. And it's funny because... Um, I think some of you have PTSD from other leaders because uh, one being Brittany Anderson, she'll send me a name. It's done instantly. You know, like she's like, can you please text my new girl, London? I said, I didn't even say anything. I just did it right away. Right. Text her. Hey, by the way, did you get a chance to text London? I'm like, yeah, girl, three days ago. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> like I take the time right away to handle the things that are very important in your businesses right? Because for me, time is my issue. But I know that if I sacrifice time, I will get back more time. Because quite frankly, you can buy time, not like actual time, but you can buy resources when you have more. Does that make sense? Some of you, it's money. You're like, I am broke. I can't give to charity. I can't do this. I can't do that. I promise you, the more I have given and expected nothing in return, it is amazing how God works. Amazing. So whatever it is that you are uh, feeling scarcity around, give it away. Give it away, not with an expectation, but do it because it feels right. I would have felt like a total piece of crap if I didn't jump on everyone's champ zoom that I was sent a link for everyone I was on every single call and then the people who haven't had calls yet I called them all myself like I said I was facetiming people right I even tried to facetime Angela Musco right because I was like she's multiplier she's catalyst and she's rank seven I'm a facetimer fan she sent me to like I don't even know what she she sent she she like Hung up on me. I don't know what happened, but I'm going to get her anyway. Don't you worry. That's right. I jumped on a Facebook Live for Sydney's Rank 7. Like, I get it. Time is scarce, but let's go. So how can you understand and empathize with people by self-sacrificing? Right? People will reward you and build that huge, that huge following beneath you when 
you self-sacrifice because your team, your followers, whatever you want to call them, they don't mind putting in hard work. They don't even mind that you're making money off of them. They don't mind that you rank advance because of them. Matter of fact, they will work harder, right? Because when you're self-sacrificing, people know it's from good character and it's not about using people for personal gain. It's about getting people to the place they need to be. Does that make sense? Okay. I need to sneeze. Hold on. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yes, bless me. I will receive your blessings. Bless me. Bless me, Zoom. Bless me. Yes, thank you. Okay, I receive your blessings. All right. <laughs> That's what you should do. You should all sneeze on a Zoom so you can receive hundreds of blessings at one time. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm just funny. I'm funny. I'm funny. Okay, but self-sacrifice, I think, is, uh, again, it's something difficult uh, because I know sometimes you're going to have to make sacrifices like you want to go to the beach and you can't because you got to be on a zoom or you want to go to uh, a party but you can't because somebody is doing something really important in your business or needs you on a dual live or whatever it is but I promise you I promise you I promise you it always pays off um I'll give you a quick example I very intentionally I mean you probably know because you guys are on to me probably but I super intentionally volunteered to be host for playbook and if you think I had time for that crap, you, I mean, I love it. It's the best event. But if you think I had time to fly to Kentucky on a Thursday, a Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday, when I had only been home for like three days at that point in time, uh, you're missing the point of the Zoom today then. I went to Kentucky because when I go to Kentucky, Brian says, bring people with you. I think you just put the puzzle together for those of you that hadn't already put the puzzle together. But I knew Courtney needed to be around corporate. And I knew Bree Nichols needed to be on that freaking stage. And I also invited Brooke Porch just so y'all know. That was not a trip for Jesse Lee to get on stage in front of Prove It. What does that, like, what? <laughs> they know who I am in Prove It, okay? All right, it's not like a big secret who Jesse Lee is in Prove It. But who do they need to know? And how can I sacrifice a resource I don't have enough of to change somebody else's life? That is the foundation in which our team is built off of. Who can you elevate to change their lives through your sacrifice? Doesn't have to be something massive like that, but think of the ripple effect of the little things you do, little things you do to build your business. That's character. Now, the next part of character I think is super important and I talk about it a lot, but it's accountability, right? How are you being accountable as a leader in your character? People of good character aren't going to mind accountability, okay? They're going to welcome it. This is basically the act of allowing others to have a say in your life, right? To basically uh, give you the brutal truth so you can see the blind spots, okay? So that people that are close to you can advance down the road to success. And the, the need for accountability does not 
show that you have a lack of character. It it proves the presence of character. Okay, because fall, you know your your team is going to grow sick and tired of leaders who have nothing to do with accountability. They will love you when you make mistakes. Nobody gets mad when you stumble and when you fall. Nobody. Okay. When you allow yourself to be accountable, your team will know that you are serious about keeping your business in order and then trust you to do a good job in leading the rest of the organization. Make sense? You say you're going to like be the person who's willing to take the phone call. Have the difficult conversations. Be the leader who says, I'm going to hit this. I'm going to hit multiplier. I'm going to hit catalyst. I'm going to hit uh, you know, whatever incentives there are that are going, you know, whatever. I'm going to be the leader who does all these things. And then you do it. And then you do it. That's just what it is. And when you do, when you mess up, because you're going to mess up, take the phone calls, right? There's been a couple of people on the team who have called me and called me on my (laughs) poo-poo. Okay. I'm not perfect. All right. Sometimes I say things without thinking I'm, I'm better than I used to be, whatever. I'll take the phone call. I will let you yell at me. I sure will. I don't like it, but I'll listen. Right? Because my job as a leader is to get better every single day. Not to think that I know it all. Not to think that I'm perfect. Not to think that I, that I, that everything I do is always right. No, it's to say, would you please tell me? Like, what is going on? I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. Right? And it also allows me to have a conversation where I'm like, oh, no, that was totally lost in translation. That is not what that meant. Especially as our team expands internationally, there's been some conversations where I'm like, I literally did not say that. Hold on a second. That's not what it means in American English, right? Or whatever. But if we never have the conversations, then we never move forward, right? So who on your team is so scared to talk to you and say, I don't like that you don't do coaching calls, but you say you're going to. I don't like that you say you're going to do Zooms with the team and then you cancel them every other week. Or I don't like that you say we're going to do an incentive and then you pull it away at the end of the month because you think it's going to cost too much or something. I don't like that. You need to be a leader with integrity, with character, who says, Ah, I messed up. It's a TikTok, but they use the F word. I messed up. (laughs) Right? I messed up. Oh my God, I messed up. I screwed the pooch on that one. I messed it up. Okay. All right. Sorry. Sorry. I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better. Right? And like Amber just said, I'd rather you tell me than pretend that you didn't. Right? That's just accountability, okay? So say what you mean to say, do what you mean to do, and you might be amazed at the results that you get in your team. You might be amazed at how people look at you, treat you, talk to you differently because they believe in your character. And the last part of character I want to talk to you with leadership is self-control. Now, I've talked about this the other, uh, a couple times over the last week. I talked about it at Playbook as well. Every single one of you has desires. Okay? You all do. 
Okay, uh, call it what you want. There, it's, it's the devil. Call it what you want. It's temptation. You don't know where it came from. Call it what you want. It, I don't care what you want to call it. Okay, spirits. De- I don't care. Whatever. Listen, it's human nature to see things and desire them, whether that is uh, uh, humans, right? Whether that is money, whether that is power, whether that is, uh, you know, the food you're not supposed to eat, like whatever. Okay. I don't care. Whatever it is. Things, yeah, things that are not nutritional for you. Okay. But look, the problem with giving into desire is that if you would just stay more disciplined, your life would actually look the way you want it to look. In every aspect. This one hits character probably more than all of them, right? Right? The people that are kind of sneaking around, doing whatever, thinking they're not going to be found out. It's always found out. You're the one who usually busts yourself anyway, right? Like, you're always, oh, crap, what have I done? What have I done? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Right? Like, we do that sometimes. But if you make your discipline stronger than your desire and you control yourself, literally, you get the life you want. That's in everything. This is not a complicated business. You just have to work harder. You have to discipline yourself. Got to get better. Got to work harder. There you go. There's your equation. Right? You want a healthy marriage? Uh, I got a suggestion. Don't give in to those desires. Okay, long-term vision, friends. All right, you got the, um, the, 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 you have a body that you're trying to achieve, a goal you're trying to achieve. Okay, let me tell you what, those hostess cakes sure do taste good. They're also not very nutritional. Okay, what do you want? What do you want? Because you can have everything. But it really comes down to character because, again, nobody really knows. Nobody really knows what you're doing in the dark, right? That's why it's character versus reputation. Somebody might think you're a freaking angel online. with, Like, how many of you here, I'll call her out because she's a piece of crap. How many of you know Rachel Hollis? Yeah, she's a piece of crap. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and throw that out there. This will go on my podcast, too. She's a piece of crap. Okay. (laughs) Talking crap about my profession, when you're making hundreds of thousands of dollars off our stages and millions selling, selling books to us, you're a piece of crap. So anyway, piece of crap, in my opinion. Don't sue me, all right? But you're a piece of crap, in my opinion. Such a disappointment. I agreed. I agree. I got some good lumber for my, for my, for my fire pit in the back of my new house. Okay, so anyway, this little, this little piece of crap, in my opinion, <laughs> if you listened to her podcast... With her husband. Well, ex-husband. Two days before they publicly talked about their filed divorce, they were doing a podcast about how it's the best year of their marriage. They're so hot together. It's the most amazing relationship they ever have had. Kind of suspicious. Suspicious, don't you think? Like everything looked really good on social media. They posted all these beautiful photos the day before they publicly talked about getting divorced. These gorgeous family photos. Oh no, oh no, 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 no. What was going on in the dark? 
Because I know what your reputation was. Your reputation was this amazing family woman, this amazing doting wife, this amazing, caring, compassionate, uh, you know, women, power, whatever woman. That ain't you, boo. And your character came out when the darkness was exposed. I don't know why that popped in my mind. I just don't like her. <laughs> but uh, I think it's a great, uh, great, great example of bad character. But it will come out. It will come out. And anytime you think that it's not going to, you will probably be sorely mistaken, right? You can't live in a web of lies forever. You can't question why your business isn't rank seven, six, ten forever. You have to start calling yourself on your crap and say, am I being self-controlled enough? Am I being disciplined enough in my life because let me tell you if you're not it will sabotage your ability to lead you'll get on calls and you'll be like I uh, I don't I don't know what to talk about hey Jenny will you take the call hey give us a tip hey Frasia give us a tip girl come on girl give us a tip girl uh, uh, uh. self-control people start to get on it very 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 quickly and I'm not saying I'm perfect because Lord knows I'm not good Lord Almighty. Okay, I'm definitely not perfect. But like I said at the beginning of the call, I know exactly who I am when I put my head on that pillow every single night and I love her. She's exactly the same person that shows up on these calls as who's on social media, as who I am in my private life. What Courtney says, I share my private life too much these days. I don't care. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> I don't care me and I think that if you start to show people who you are and you do it all based off of character not your reputation your whole business will shift